Blog Talk Radio. Well, we do have a caller in the queue. We're going to get to you shortly, so hang in there. Um, 562 area code. We'll be with you in just a moment. But first, I want to let people know how to reach us today. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Do press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And we invite you to join us on Facebook and Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our Blog Talk Radio profile. Um, we actually had someone like our pages that was from Egypt this yeah. week. So it's nice to know that we're heard worldwide. Actually from Egypt? or they From Egypt. Lived in, lives in Egypt. They live in Egypt currently. Currently. So they hear our show is podcast in Egypt? Well, I would imagine if they, I, I you know, I have no idea if, if well, you know, there are some limitations. I know certain countries don't allow um, internet access, full internet access. Places like Russia. I don't know if there's restrictions in Egypt. So, well, it makes sense. I had a past life uh, working on the pyramids. Actually, <laughs> right, I was in one of the crypts and uh, did a couple of readings there. Oh, well, that's interesting. Pharaoh said, yeah, "Was I in that yeah. past life? Huh? Was I? Yeah, in that- yeah, you were. There. You were a cat. <laughs> well, you yeah. me to the underworld, and um, great. We both accompanied the Pharaoh. Oh, I've certainly had more than nine lives. Yeah. Okay. Well, what else? Anything? Anything you no, want to say to anybody? Get to the caller. Ooh, I'll get to the caller then. Okay. Five six two. You are on the air. This is Yvonne. Yes, it's Yvonne. Hi. She's Hi. eight fourteen four thirty five eight. Okay. Why wow, you remember? <laughs> um, I, I, you know what? I got it from notes, so I do remember sometimes, but um, today I, it was actually a, I had to refer to the last call. Oh, okay. I cannot tell a lie. Help me, Blinken. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean George Washington. <laughs> the cherry <laughs> Anyway, okay. So Yvonne, what's going on? Well, this is the thing. I'm looking to move. I still have a movie. I'm still, uh, I'm like in a tra- transitional housing place, and I'm looking to get out of here. Uh, do you see where I'm going to move? And if so, if, uh, which month? Are you looking to uh, get subsidized housing? I'm looking move? to either move with my um, get. I got. I just now um, as of last month and a half ago I got 
uh, Section 8 housing, like, uh, I guess, housing assistance. So that government would be housing enough. assistance. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I and I haven't uh, got into an apartment yet because of certain factors or issues regarding my credit score and everything. So that's why I'm looking to see if I'll, if I'll find something that's or someone that's going to let me move in regarding my credit, or do I have to move with my mother? Uh, well, what do you see? Well, what? I mean, what exactly is the problem with your credit score? Did you run up credit card bills or play bankruptcy? Yeah, credit card bills, old credit cards, and uh, and phone bills, cell phone bills, cell phone bills. So you're still, this is still on your credit report, and you have not taken care of those bills. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Have you considered filing for bankruptcy? How much do you owe? No, I no, I haven't. I don't owe like a lot like that. It's only like like, about four thousand. About four thousand, so it's under ten. Yeah. So you don't. I mean, that's. I wouldn't file bankruptcy over four thousand dollars. But is there a way you can pay off those bills at this time? Mm -hmm. Not right now. Not right now. I can't. No. Well, I mean, my my personal uh, take is that it's going to be difficult for you to get housing with your credit like that because you have a history of paying your bills. And so yeah. uh, people that, you know, rent apartments are not going to look favorably on that. You do have housing assistance, which might help you. Um, and if perhaps you have a personal conversation with uh, people that are uh, in charge of of, of running the property management company um, at the places you're looking at, maybe maybe you can appeal to them, but you might have to move back with your mother is what I think. But Neil might have a different opinion. Well, okay. not really. Not really. Um, you know, uh, Yvonne, you kind of got yourself into this trouble. You might have reasons for it, but your troubles are not going to overwhelm people who work by laws and regulations. So, you know, it it might take a longer process, and you've got to start saving and getting your credit better. But, uh, you know, I mean, we'll put out energy that something happens miraculously for you. But but the read and the logic don't aren't right now in your favor. Okay. But you, you is are this, going. Are, is this bad karma? Are you guys think well, this is bad karma? Well, I mean, this no, is created poor, karma. <laughs> you created it. Yeah, this is more uh-huh. poor. You know, this is not karma. You came in with a certain amount of karma, but your master number is eight, eight. and you have eight, a lot of eights in your birthday. So this shouldn't theory, be happening. You, you shouldn't be in this mess. I don't know where you went wrong in the in the current life where you've created current problems, but that's what uh-huh. you have to look at. Your karma is a different story. That might have some influence on this, but the karma from the past didn't say you, this was going to happen to you in this lifetime. I mean, your your eight, your eight is, you have two eights in your birthday and two fours. That's power and balance. And so you are supposed to balance your 
power and money energy in this lifetime. And it's unfortunately, unfortunately not happening for you at this point. But that's what you're supposed to do as an eight. And because you have those eights in your birth date, I mean, you know, some people are eights and their numbers are all lower than eight. And sometimes that presents a problem. But for you, you should be able to manage this. So you've created this situation for yourself by not paying bills. Mm-hmm. It's not a karmic situation. I mean, you have karma, but it's not, it's something that you created. You created the karma in this lifetime. Oh, that's, that's what I was thinking, like something that I did. What? That's what I was thinking, like something like karma that I created. That's exactly what I meant when I said karma. Like, yeah, yeah. it's something you created. I mean, there's karma that we come in with from past lives that we cannot change because it's fixed. But this karma is mm-hmm. is, is creative karma. <laughs> unfortunately. So you've created more karma for yourself on top of the karma that you came in with in this lifetime. So the best thing that you could do is start to uh, figure out how you can pay these bills down. Mm-hmm. And, okay. you know, if you're, if you're having struggles financially and you can't pay these bills, how are you going to pay the housing that I mean, you have a subsidy, Section 8, but that doesn't cover the whole uh, rent, does it? Oh, uh, yeah, it covers the whole the whole rent, but not my bills. But not your bills. So, I mean, are you going to be able to pay your utilities and 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 and? Yeah, I do get some country? government assistance, which is cash that that can that can cover the bills. So I mean, there, it's a possi- there's a possibility that she could get in somewhere if someone was, since she has money to cover it with the section eight. Well, you know, Yvonne, we'll put it, we'll put out energy for you. I mean, part of our energy work is to help people get past the marks of difficulties, and so we'll do that. Mm-hmm. But we can't, we can't obviously predict it's going to happen. We can work with energy and maybe that will um, happen. Let me just ask you a a bizarre question. Bizarre. Uh, Do you have a dishwasher in your house? A dishwasher? Uh, No. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's going to, I don't ask why. Uh, No time for that. But uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, I think you're going to have to prepare yourself for looking at housing on a different level in a little bit of later time. But we'll still do our best to uh, handle the thing. I don't know. You know, the dishwasher situation is sometimes images come in and you, you hopefully there's going to be some connection. If there isn't, then... Um, you know, you just move on. I, I, just one thing. I, when's the last time you ate a banana? Uh, about a few months ago. A few months ago. Okay. Because I got an image of bananas, but you haven't well, eaten bananas our, recently. Yeah, our imagery between the two of us, dishwashers and bananas, is kind of bizarre. <laughs> so I'm not looking, you know, we're trying to help you. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like the house thing is it's right been, now in your face. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but do you see me moving back with my mom at least uh, 
and, and well, and I mean, did your mom open to you moving uh, into your? Well, she's she's supposed to buy a house um, in May, and she said once she buy the house in May, I can move back with her. So I'm hoping that goes through for for her to buy the house, so I can move back in May. Because right now she's staying with my sister, and my I can't stay with my sister. She doesn't want me there. So. Well, are you okay with living yeah. with your mother for a while? Yeah, for a while until I get my own place. Yeah, I I can do that. Okay. No problem. So see if the house see if the house has a dishwasher that he's looking at. <laughs> and banana. And if okay. there's in there, buy a banana yeah. and put it on the table. <laughs> what about your children? Because you have kids. So where who who? I have a little girl. My sister That's has my one. daughter right now. And you can't live with your sister. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I mean, is that is that a court mandated order that you can't live with? Yeah, she got she got custody of my daughter for like the past few months because I was homeless and I didn't have a place to stay to keep my daughter, so she just took my daughter in. But is the court? I mean, why can't you live with your sister? Is that something that is yeah, oh, because she has she has government assistance also, and they tell they tell her you know they tell you how many people can, you can live with or have in your home. So she can't have me there because if she if they find out that I'm staying there, she loses her government assistant um, section eight housing. Okay. Well, okay. So okay. Right now, the game plan is you'll move in with your mom and get yourself settled and secured, and then move into your own place. That's the game plan now. Yeah, so that's what I think is the best thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Give it about a year. Yeah, and start to manage okay. your money. You know that's hard. I mean, you're on disability, right? Okay, got it. Okay. All right. All right, Yvonne. Uh, Good luck. Hello. Hi. Okay. So, you know, keep us posted and um, follow us. Like our pages. Are you on Facebook? Oh, no, I'm not. Uh-uh, no. Okay. Well, then don't follow us. <laughs> <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't have an account, but um, uh, if you have a Blog Talk Radio account, you can follow us here. But uh, we'll we'll work on this for you and keep us posted on the progress. Okay, thanks, you guys. Okay, take care. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Okay, we had a call from we have a call from five one nine. Do does this person want to speak with us? Hello. Hi. 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 Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I just uh, seen your post on Facebook, and I thought I'd call. Okay, what's your name? Debbie Jewell. <clears throat> oh, a full name. Okay, Debbie. Um, what, what, where are you calling from? Is this uh, Ontario, Canada. Ontario, Canada. Yeah, near okay. near London, Ontario. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on there with the truckers. Is that? It's starting to, <clears throat> it's starting to uh, calm down now. It is, but that, that was a real situation because we've gotten some reports about, you know, the validity of, of, of the news stating that these yeah. things are happening. So, um, but you've seen, you've seen the, have you witnessed the convoy of the truck yourself? No, no, I, I stayed clear of that. Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, on to you. What is your birth date? 
Uh, September 27, 1956. So I was getting a six. You have a six in your code, 11, 18, 28, uh, 39, 12, 3, I think. Let me add that up again. 11, 18, I think I'm a 28. Yeah, you are a 28. Have we spoken with you before? Yeah, I, I've called before. It's been a while, though. Okay. Um, I don't so, know, a few years. Yeah, it's it's been a while because I don't recall um, you, actually. So let's just figure out, when you were 39, there should have been a change in your life, 1995. 1995 to 1996, because you're born at the end of the year. Uh-huh. So what, can you, can you identify? I moved. I moved. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I I sold my whole house and moved down about an hour and fifteen minutes east of where I used to live. Okay. Okay. At at karmic change. All right. And for some reason, when I saw your number, I saw an image of carousels. I don't know. What can you tell us about carousels? Is there any personal story you have, or any carousels? About what, which now? Carousels. carousels? Like, yeah, with the horses. Oh, uh, the only thing I can think of is I used to take my granddaughter to ride one. Oh, actually, well, at a fair, yeah, I used to take my grandchildren to the the fair and get on one with them. Okay. Um, So that's coming in for some reason. What's your question today? Um, well, I I just um, wanted to know um, about my health. Uh, uh, I, I I seem to do well, and then I then I well I don't do as badly as I used to, and I wondered, <clears throat> am I is there a way that I can find a way to get well, or is this a part of my life lessons to to go through my latter part of my life with um, a few health issues? Well, you have some difficulties in your birth date. You're born on 927, then 29 is an 11, and then you've got an 11 in your 5-6. 11s are uh-huh. typically negative. So that's, um, you know, that could be related to your health issues. Um, is, uh-huh. is your health issue anything uh, that's autoimmune disorder? Yeah, or, autoimmune, yeah. Oh, is it like lupus or what? Or, um, or, they, at first, they they diagnosed me with lupus, and then um, later they um, said that I didn't have lupus anymore. And then I kind of kept going into remission and back and forth. And then now they say I have rheumatoid arthritis. So, but the lupus was a diagnosis, so that's accurate that it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was initially. Initially, and now it's rheumatoid arthritis. Yes. <sighs> Which is a progressive disease. I mean, it's affects yeah. your whole, uh, your organs and uh, your joints. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. are you on medication to control this? Not at this moment. No, I I went into remission and uh, I stopped my medication and I stayed in remission for about I think five years. But I'm not as bad as before. I had to go on that medication. I I just um, get um, <clears throat> rough days, um, and they're not even as close together as they used to be. Okay. 
So, well, that's good that you're controlling it without medication. You're going to be yeah. coming up with a change at um, this year because you turned 66. So mm-hmm. that's, what is that, 22 cycles of a master number? Yeah. 22 cycles of your master number. Um, so there's going to be a change of it's 22, it's an 11. A good that's change? <laughs> well, you know, when we when we look at certain situations, uh, Debbie, about how things occur in this lifetime, uh, there are there are many reasons to to, to explain your condition. When uh-huh. you talk to the psychic, uh, we go into other layers of interpretation. So yes. my question to ask you is. Uh, your mother, was she a depressed person? Did she have pains, anything from the maternal side? Yeah, she she was, and, and she also had arthritis. Yeah. Rheumatoid arthritis or osteoarthritis? Yeah. She had rheumatoid arthritis, so it's kind of a hereditary thing. So you yeah. see, in this, um, was she a depressed person? Was she down a lot? Yeah. Yes. And when you were growing up, do you think you had a good diet, a proper nutritious diet? Oh no, no, not at all. No. See, Anna, we were very poor, and you're we're lucky to we. I used to eat raw macaroni <laughs> when I was a yeah. little kid because we we didn't know how to cook, of course, when you're that little, and then you just ate what you could. Well, you see, from a psychic viewpoint, not knowing you, uh, that's what I pick up psychically. It uh-huh. is the immediate is the earthly causes that you that occur from the point of you entering this planet in this lifetime. Now that stems uh-huh. back to uh, past lives, but I'll tell you something. I see you in a past life during the uh, famine, the potato famine in Ireland. Ireland. Uh-huh. So now in this lifetime, this this bloodline, in this lifetime, any Irish background um i i uh, my mom said we had some scottish okay well that's cool. well adjacent but, but i'm mostly mostly ojibwe and potawatomi bloodline yeah. what 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 bloodline oh ojibwe and potawatomi is that india first nations i'm sorry First Nations? First Nations. Um, natives? The Native Americans, right? Native yeah. Americans. Yeah. Well, okay. that, in that respect, too, uh, there was a lot of famine and difficulties that went on there. But but the main thing is, is that picking up about your mother and depression and poor diet, this led to your condition. So some of it's hereditary and some of it's environmental. And your question is, will you get better? Well, yeah. you know, the, what you've got aside from medical intervention, you're going to have to take the roughest road, and that is being positive. You're, <laughs> okay. You're, your energy, you see, the, the positive energy, the brain will receive those signals. Whether the positive thoughts are connected to reality or not, because your brain is going to want to say depression and hurt and pain. If you say, I feel fine, and you don't, but you say, I feel fine, the brain will receive that energy. Uh-huh. It won't 
ask where it came from, it will just receive the energy you're putting in it. And that mm-hmm. energy in your brain will become electrical impulses that will go throughout your body and perhaps alleviate some of the pain. So yeah. according to reading, will positive thinking and breathing, you know, deep breathing and connecting yeah. in your American Indian, connecting to the creator, yeah. um, to the essence of nature. All of these things will help. The other yeah. thing that will help you is inhaling deeply pine-scented, things that are pine-scented, pure pine-scented. Uh, Not pine tall. No. But you could get essential oil that's yeah. pine-scented. Uh-huh. I would recommend yeah. essential exactly oil. Like pine-scented in- incense? Yeah, that's fine. But, but I think essential oil would be, I mean, healthier because you get smoke from incense. Yeah. That's, you know, there's chemicals in that, and that could be oh, detrimental. Yeah. So if you could get a pine yeah, the oil, oil, I think it would be better. Well, I have, do... I have tons of pine trees in my yard. Yeah. Um, I could... Uh, Rub your on the pine tree, and I mean, you can you smell that. the essence of the pine tree easily. Yeah. And do you have any uh, wood sculptures of animals? Anything, little tokens, anything that's carved into an animal? Um, I have, um, with soapstone, I have a wolf and turtles. Okay. Okay. So, see, these are things. Read about the uh, wolf and the turtle in, in the animal, uh, Ted Andrews' uh, spirit, spirit or, uh, animal, spirit, get anim- that book. What's his name again? Ted Andrews. Ted, Ted Andrews? Andrews? Hold I on. I think it's Ted Andrews. I, I can't remember uh, if it's plural or not. Um, hold on. Animal Speak, it's called. Animal Speak. Animal oh, I have speak. that. Yeah, I have that. Oh. Oh. I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I, um. That's great. I, I, I've I've been neglecting to read it. No, no, read it. So I better get it out. Yeah, get it out. So, you know, there's a possibility, according to a psychic viewpoint, that things can get better for you due to the uh-huh. connections we've made and then the suggestions we put out. Well, well, I, 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 I just been... Um, going through my life as of late and wondering about this, if I can know that okay, I have to live with this for the rest of my life. Okay, I'm I'm fine with that, but I can, I also know that I can do things to help myself. And like you said, I I, I try to have positive thoughts as much as possible, bring in that white light and surround myself with good energies and and meditate and um, just enjoying the the nature around me. I, I can do that, but like, I, but I often wondered, am that. I just not exploring enough to, to see if not I can get 100% no. better? You're not going deep enough because what's happening in your brain is you've been affected by your mother's incapacity to get beyond her problems, and she yeah. educated you to be depressed and to be short-circuited. Yeah. Uh, give us the spelling of your Indian tribe because I'll do some research myself. Um, oh, well, Ojibwe is the uh, most um, prominent. It's O J I B W E, also also known as Chippewa. Oh, Chippewa. I P P E W A. Okay. Potawatomi. 
spell that Pardon? for us? Spell the other for us, please. A potawatomy is P-O-T-A-W-A-T-O-M-I. And how much do you practice the customs? How much do you reconnect to that tribe, those two tribes? Well, I I wasn't raised knowing my uh, uh, culture or, or traditional ways because both my parents went to residential school, and so um, they they would go to they stopped drinking, go uh, to religion and and be Christiany for a while. So we were back and forth. Um, um on that and then <clears throat> i started to um slowly learn on my own but i was afraid because when you are um indoctrinated into christianity it, it tells you teaches you that that uh, the native culture is witchcraft and it's evil right. and so i struggled with that for a long time um before i finally realized that that our way showed me that I don't it's nothing that I have to be afraid of so I slowly start teaching myself um our ways and our language and and um but I I I um I married an Oneida man and um uh, we moved to his community and I I'm learning it seems like more of their ways than my own because I'm, it's I mean, it's right here. It's all it's all around me, and I, there's people that know the teachings and the language and stuff. So I'm 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 what learning a little bit of both. What tribe is your husband? Oneida. How do you spell that? O n e i d a. Okay, so embrace that as well. You you got to embrace his tribal customs as well as your own. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, commingle them, and and look at the positive aspect of spirit and creator. Forget about this nonsense. What Christianity taught you? Um, it sounds like you have, and yeah. don't let fear. Don't let fear rule your journey, and don't let the attitude of your health condition predominate over your higher thinking. And I just want to say before you started talking about, or I mean, when you started talking about religion, that your parents decided to uh, adopt Christianity as their, as their faith after their drinking, I got that it was um, probably a negative experience for you because of the, what, what type of Christianity oh, yeah. Was it like Pentecostal or Baptist? Yeah, Pentecostal. It was Pentecostal. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's a that's a rough one. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Yeah, I'm familiar. I'm familiar with that. Well, uh, embrace your tribe. <clears throat> embrace your tribe. And so, um, am I going to live a long life? Well, that's not well. You're you. born in 1956, so you're um, you're. Gosh, what, how old are you? Sixty-five uh, right now. Oh. Interesting. Not, and so 65 is in your birth date. Debbie, I mean, you're nothing, 56, 65. There's so there nothing be in the energy. Right you know, well. when when you go, you go. When I go, I go. It, there's yeah. nothing in your energy that says you're going to be taken soon. You know, don't dwell on that. 
what you need to dwell on is the uh, attitude of longevity and, and, and the attitude of experiencing existence and appreciating life. Not You see, your brain is geared towards, well, am I going to get better? Am I going to live long? Am I going to get through the pain? That's all negative. Oh, don't, okay. Don't ask the questions anymore. Don't ask uh-huh. that. At the questions... The questions that you should be saying to yourself is, how much do I love nature? How much do I love to breathe? How much do I love the clouds? A lot. I love, you know, put, feed your essence positive thinking. Okay. And, and be very careful about this negative attitude you've got. Okay. See, I, I never thought it, I was being negative, actually. Well, I, I, I thought no, I was just no, wondering and wanting answers. No, no, no. You're 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 negative in terms of you being nervous and a little fearful. Oh. And yeah. see, that's negative. Oh. And see, it, it's not that you're thinking. Well, I'm not negative. I've got a positive way of thinking. But what? But the way you're approaching us has mm-hmm. a certain dark concern. How mm-hmm. long am I going to live? See, it's all dark. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. Don't go there. So it's not to confound you into thinking that you're not positive, but it's to impress you that you need to up the ante on being positive. You need to create a positive overall well-being mindset. Okay. And steer away from being worried. Yeah. Okay. So I'm you a number three. <laughs> huh? I'm a number three. Your master number is three. That's correct. But you're compounded. And what does that? Pardon? You're compounded. So you're... you're What's that you're mean? Per- so that means that you, you came into the earth with a, a, a density of karma from past lives, oh. multiple past lives. And so compounded people sometimes have more difficulty than someone with a master number that's like a, you know, reduced to a single digit rather than 39 and then 12 and then three. Um, I'll tell you three fire uh, three Debbie would be the feminine energy of the earth. Three is a female Uh number comes from spirit. Three is female comes from spirit. But but when we look at female spirit in the earth, we look at nature. Yeah. So so here, your three would represent your your feminine energy connected, connected to, to the, the earth. earth. Moon too. I mean, moon, moon three well. is connected to the moon. Not only uh-huh. that, but three is uh, you know it's the third chakra, so it's connected to the stomach. And the stomach process. No, I have stomach problems. Stomach problems. Yeah, that's not you surprising. Know, before you go, what time do you usually go to bed? Nine, ten o'clock. When do you go to bed? Yeah, yeah, around before ten, bed, sometimes eleven. Well, before you go to bed, you're you're surrounded by pine trees. So before you go to bed, go outside and take a deep breath of air. Take and a deep let, breath? Yeah, of air. Okay. 
Are you around a lot of nature where you live? Yeah. Okay, go outside before you go to bed. Go outside around 8, 8.30 and take a couple of deep breaths of air. Okay. Because what happens at night is the the trees and the nature, they start to settle down for the night, but they they put out an essence of scent. And it's very An still. essence? Essence of scent. Scent? Yeah. Oh, okay. See? And, and that energy that they put out when it's very still at night will, will be different from the, from the energy that is put out when the sun is out. Uh-huh. So now we okay. have a different energy. And when you go to sleep with that energy inside of you, you're going to be connecting to your ancestors. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does it make sense to you? Maybe not. Maybe so. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. I um, I, I can, uh, I can, well, uh, if I would listen to my uh, intuition more, <clears throat> um which is uh, only sometimes I, I I go outside and I just, something just inside me, I just need some fresh air in my mm-hmm. lungs. And so I go out and I stick my head out the door and I, I'll do that, but I, I don't do that like before going to bed. It's no, some, it usually during the day. Bed. No, do it before you go to bed and don't stick your head out the door. You plant your feet on the earth. You go outside. Yeah. And the only other yeah. thing is to listen to the drum music of your tribe. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, threes are, I mean, three is the first, it's, it's the first, you know, it's your intuition, your gut. So you're talking about intuition. So you need mm-hmm. to connect your intuition more because the third chakra is actually connected to the sixth chakra, the psychic chakra, because the, the sixth chakra is the third eye. So, mm-hmm. um, and you have a six in your birthday. Mm-hmm. So you want to start to listen to your intuition and graduate it to a higher psychic level because you have that, um, you have that ability mm-hmm. given the fact that you've got that six, that's all the six in your birthday. I'll tell you something else. Every Native American tribe, has a drumbeat that is connected to the heartbeat of the earth. Mm-hmm. And, and they all have their own variety of drumbeats for different occasions and different meanings. But there's every tribe has a heartbeat earth rhythm. Yeah. But the, yeah. And you know that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I, 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 haven't really listened to well I actually did I was going through my CDs the other day to sort them out and get rid of some and and I came across some and and sometimes I my soul just yearns to hear that because um uh well I mean you can hear that <clears throat> if you go to powwows and stuff but um the real um place where it it um gives me the most medicine is when I hear the drum in ceremony yeah, see, so there we go. Now, I want you to listen to it. You get a tape or a CD and listen to it at night, especially the low, harmonious, melancholy, solemn drumbeat. Uh-huh. It's by uh, the tongue, by the voice, by chanting. Uh-huh. By, 
it, it almost sounds like a a whale. W A L. Oh yeah. But but that whale, I want you to signify that, and you're in Canada as the whale of the seal. The whale of the, of the, uh, the seal. S E A L. Oh, the seal. Okay. Yeah. And you have a turtle. You have a wolf that wails. And and so that wailing of the wolf is also accompanied. You could listen to uh, the wolf howls. Takes. Uh-huh. The turtle doesn't talk, but what the turtle does, well, they have a hiss, but they don't really have vocal sounds as much as, yeah. you know. But what a turtle does is it hibernates. So mm-hmm. when it hibernates, every time it hibernates, it rebirths. So there's Mm -hmm. a feminine aspect to the turtle because it goes inside almost of its belly. And when we get into the belly of the turtle, we get into the belly of the whale. Yeah. And so the essence of the ocean and the essence of water um, will increase your uh, health attitude. Are you you near any lake? Um, Yeah, I'm about uh, half an hour from a lake. Okay, so maybe we'll go get to... some tapes of uh, the sounds of water. She can she can do that on YouTube easily. Yeah. You know, you don't have to get tapes yeah. or buy anything. There's plenty of things you can listen to for so free. So you see, Debbie, there's a lots of things you can do. Uh huh. And, and even as we're talking, has your pain changed at all, or is it the same? Um, no, it feels actually feels better. See, there you have it. That's, yeah. That's, so, follow our advice. I will. Okay, Debbie. Well, it was nice to talk to you, and obviously you're on our Facebook. So, yeah. um, great. Thank you for supporting our our work here. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Okay, you take care and keep in touch. Okay, I will. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. You know, it's a shame that uh, Christian missionaries and Christianity oh, it's try horrible. to obliviate. Junipero Serra was, I mean, obviously not in Canada, but here in California. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. You know, and it's so, uh, it's ridiculous because... Christianity is born of Christ. Christ never talked about destroying tribes. I don't think Christ would have come in and, and decapitated or chopped off the hands and feet of Indians if they didn't. Uh, well, and he, Christ himself, I mean, did magic. Yeah. And so, I mean, there there are Indian rituals and and, oh, and sure. things like that that would be. Uh, that would be deemed as evil by Christians, yeah. but Christ Himself <laughs> performed Spit miracles. On and yeah, on a guy's eyes and and make but, fishes. I mean, uh, loaves, bread. Yeah, fishes multiplied those to feed. But I think that a legion of Christianity people. has more to learn. <laughs> from Indian tribal consciousness than Indians have to learn, learn from, from Christianity. Christianity. God forbid. Um, the, rigid, the rigid nature 
and the confined thinking of what what Christianity ruined Jesus. I I believe Christianity ruined the heartbeat of Jesus because Jesus wasn't about what Christians deem as uh, they, they took his words out of context. But the essence of uh, Christ was the absolute circumference of the planet as one, which is an Indian concept. Um, Christianity would say, well, we have, you have to separate. And then they'll run through the Bible and find references to support. Support, it. yeah. But that's well, they're the taken, it's, and they're taken out of context completely, yeah. unfortunately. But we, we, Chris and I, embrace all religions. It's, it's not the religion; it's the individual. And every religion, and any, and according to every individual, should have a circumference of thought that is all embracing. You know, I'm, we're not talking about religions that destroy other peoples and things like that. We're, and 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 one. One religion doesn't represent every consciousness within that religion. But what, what we're talking about is the embracing factor of, of human existence. Whether you're Muslim or Jewish or Christian, Catholic. It's Ash Wednesday, Indian, by the way. American Indian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. What matters is that there's a concept that we are a what we call a melting pot. A term not very much used anymore, but a melting pot, a blending of energy, and we should we should celebrate the diversity of culture. God forbid we all look the same. So the diversity well, of culture is something that we should honor and, and tradition-wise, and that includes African Americans. It includes everybody: Chinese, Japanese, Korean, everybody. Well, where there's so much diversity on the earth, and it's so interesting that you know. Uh, that, the idea of transcendence is to be one yeah. with spirit. So it's, it's, it's different on the earth. We have to uh, right. embrace all cultures. Um, but, you know, there's the idea of Christ consciousness and the fact that accepting Christ is part of, is part of um, the journey to, to transcend. Well, I think that's take you know accepting Christ is not exactly accepting Christianity. I agree with yeah. that. I, I, it's not it, accepting Christ doesn't mean you have to belong to a certain religion and adopt the no. principles. It's it's you can be a, you can accept Christ and not go to church. Yeah, I don't. You know, it's it's the. It's the consciousness. Um, if you look, the only thing that represents Christ is the red print of his language in text. Everything else is superfluous. And um, his attitude was that you love one another. Now, he, do, he does promote the idea that brother will be against brother. He does have attitudes in his language translated that there is strife and turmoil and that there's only one way to heaven and that is through, through, through him, him and his father so there is some 
construction of thought that can become abusive in the attitude of what people adopt as Christianity. But I don't think uh, Christ, what Christ said by that was more represented by the attitude of love and forgiveness. Right. It's action, not not the adoption of a certain uh, dogma. And you got to remember, Christ was a Jew, but he he rivaled the Jewish scribes and, and rabbis because he took away from the power of uh, uh, of that the that you 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 had to. He kind of threatened the foundation of Judaism. Of Judaism. However, the Jews are God's chosen people. Yeah. So it's, I, it's I, it, it gets, gets confusing. It gets, really, it gets really mixed up. But I think when you step, but you have to step back, and you have to consider the concept of human existence. And and when you do that, you get more clarity. Then you, when you step back into the the dogma of Christianity, and you start to analyze what's right and what's wrong. And how we separate ourselves because not everything is conformed to the idea that you have to be a Christian. And there's only one way to do that. So anyways, that's how we promote our show without without uh, being, being narrow-minded enough to think that there's only one, one way to do right. something. Um, so Because I think, is, yeah, I mean, I think that, um, you know, accepting Christ... Yeah as your savior is, 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 is helpful, obviously, but there are plenty of people that are of different faiths that do great works on the earth. And I'm sure are accepted into heaven because of their, their actions and their uh, thoughts, mindset. It's, it's, it's an attitude. It is a breath consciousness attitude about life. And, and how precious it is and how diverse it is. And that not one factor rules over another. But anyways, um, you know, when we get into these concepts uh, and, and reach deeper into the psyche, I've never entered the psychic world with a, with a ticket in my hand that I had to think a certain way in terms of religion or uh, a belief in God or whatever. There are plenty of psychics who are atheists. People who do not believe in God or are agnostic. They don't know. They just don't know. And there are plenty of people who judge the existence of God in terms of how the earth operates. Well, there's so much violence in the world that can't be a God. A lot of bitterness is is created into into the concept of an anti-god. Bitterness and anger and personal pain and that the world that God would you know did He just create this world if there is a God and walk away from it? What is the whole concept of evil? So it it, it isn't an easy it isn't an easy um, position to take. Well, yeah, and because you try to, to decipher 
how you measure God according to the ways of the world. So no matter, I mean, no matter what our quality of life is, I mean, some people suffer greatly throughout life and others uh, enjoy the earth and, and don't encounter as much karma or don't have as much coming with as much karma. So they're able to, um, you know, have easier lives. But the fact is we all die. We all die on the, you know, in the earth plane. There's death. That's inevitable. So, yeah, which makes it, you know, which makes the life a life a trial. It's a trial of what we produce in our lifetime. Now, some people just think, well, we we die and we turn to dust, and we just appreciate the that we exist and we make the most of life as we exist. But when we die, we'll just turn to dust. There'll be nothing there. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. No one's really literally, except for maybe some figures in history like Christ himself, who who actually by recorded text came back to say that there is a life beyond death. Some people die on the operating table or at home or whatever, and they experience a white light and all kinds of things. I was reading something about that actually recently. Yeah, they're the declared brain, dead. What happens in the brain to cause that? And they, uh, you know, when you when you see your life pass before your eyes, there was an article about why, you know, neurologically that happens. Yeah, the brain. Dies. The brain expels. The brain is a storage battery, and when it dies, it leaks. It expels everything, and everything comes rushing out as much as the human brain can conceive of it in the, in the attitude of the last breath or the last remaining breaths. So the brain, our brain has stored every amount of information we've ever had. Even though we can't access a lot of it, you know, uh, in the conscious state. No, a lot of it's in storage. For those of you who have storage units and never get into them, it's still there. You know, we, we store every moment in text, Every hair on your head is counted. So every memory is stored within our brain. We pack it away and we can't obviously in our conscious state retain it all. But what happens to the energy of a life? Now, not so much the memory, but the energy of a life then gets swept up into the soul once the body is gone. Now, the brain is just an empty coffin, but the energy of the brain represented by action is now being absorbed by the soul, and the soul now carries the energy, which is translated as the actions and the thoughts and the processes of one's life. And now that's in the soul, and the soul still holds karma. Until it's until, until it's soul is soul released, is released and there's pure Holy Spirit and nothing else. Of course, there are levels of transcendence too. I mean, it's not you know people can be done with the earth, but they may not be at the highest level of spirit when they when their soul is done with their earthly journeys. Right. Um, and when we talk about the brain, like with our caller, for example, I mean, you know rewiring the brain takes conscious effort 
And of course, with her, there are probably there are probably memories stored in her subconscious that might not even be um, accessible to her, but affect her yeah. her uh, her ability to transcend this illness she has or or rewire the brain well, with positive see, the energy. Way, uh, the weight of human experience can overwhelm the weight of human experience can overwhelm yeah. positive thinking, but like Christ said, you can move mountains if you believe. So the attitude is in the belief pattern. And the weight of one's life can be re- reduced by the attitude that one carries in regard to that weight. So it's a 60-second warning that you know, we have to end the show, but we thank our callers, and we'll be back on the air on uh, Friday. Friday. Okay. Talk to you Friday, everybody. Thanks, callers and listeners. Bye-bye.